Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson. I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Naomi Sum, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome to AVA Live Radio, everyone. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 585 of Behind the Music where you get to hear the perspective of the indie artist today. There's so much going on out there on social media, and I, for one, am trying my best to tell that story. I can tell you this. All of the artists that we're involved with in the AVA Live Radio are amazingly inspirational. I've been working with so many of them hand-to-hand in Instagram these days, talking about their story and trying to reflect pieces and, and, you know, just encourage them to document more. And in doing that, we have really kind of bridged the gap between fans and artists. I love the fact that they're so open to, to expressing what's going on with them. And in the comments of our Instagram pages, they have been talking about the challenges and the things that they've faced as a result of the stories released by the indie artists coming on the show. It really has started and opened up this amazing conversation And that is something I am so grateful for. All the participants and the fans and everyone that has been joining in, please continue to do so. It's been a great conversation. We also have a lot of this going on on Facebook and Twitter as well. So if you haven't reached out to us on social media, I suggest you go get involved. get Jump into those conversations and meet some great new people. On the show today... I'm going to do a song for you by Knox. Can't wait to talk to him about his soul food and everything that's going on with his story. He's been impressing you guys out there on social media since we released the cover. And we'll be right back with that interview. Yeah, Knox. Y'all know what this is. I feel good music, man. Get you do your little two-step. Grab a cup of whatever it is that makes you smile. And just vibe out like, uh, yo. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, okay. This the kind of music that'll help you weather the rain. Tell the landlord the rent's gonna be late again. This the kind of music that you bump on a Friday night. On a quarter tank of gas we ride. This the kind of music that makes us who we are. Cause the hate is stopping us from getting too far It's the kind of music that you stack on your plate of life Each bite satisfies your soul's appetite Now if you with me, please go and put your fist up Let them know this is where the bullshit stops Now we ain't crying over here, we're celebrating life 
Philando Castile and Tamir Rice Sandra Bland, Mike Brown and Eric Garner Alton Sterling and Amadou Diallo And so many more that you probably don't know See what you don't know is them stars and stripes Represent something different when you're dark as night It's hard to write about the good times I know But I'ma do my best to make your body rock with the flow This is dedicated to them have knots on them blocks Them penny pinches who be inches from grabbing them glocks By any means necessary Throw up that Hail Mary What's still to lose when your moves lead to a cemetery It's very necessary to dance till your ass is buried I know it's scary but don't worry We'll achieve greatness For now enjoy yourselves and just be patient It's the kind of music that'll help you weather the rain Tell the landlord the rent's gonna be late again It's the kind of music that you bump on a Friday night On a quarter tank of gas we ride It's the kind of music that makes us who we are Cause the hate is stopping us from getting too far It's the kind of music that you stack on your plate of life Each bite satisfies your soul's appetite See I ain't here to complain, I understand your pain I'm just trying to get my people singing in the rain And if it's all the same, just let us do us Happy feet like Snoop Dogg and some new chucks Whatever it is you do to keep the lights on Just know that you're the reason that I write songs My inspiration is a nation full of wounded lambs Who need to understand their lions and the master plan But some of y'all stay relying on the master's plan That's okay, tomorrow we'll achieve greatness But today enjoy your and just be patient Lyrical mace wind do the pen as a lightsaber Quenching my people's thirst Cause grape is the right flavor Immortalized on every track I spill the blood of kings So half Jedi and the other half a Highlander But not to be played with Far from a Toyota Ride with me <laughs> I lose you yet? It's alright Keep going it's the kind of music that'll help you weather the rain Tell the landlord the rent's gonna be late again It's the kind of music that you bump on a Friday night On a quarter tank of gas we ride It's the kind of music that makes us who we are Cause the hate is stopping us from getting too uh -huh. far It's the kind yeah. of music that you stand on your plate of life To join along right satisfies uh -huh. your soul's appetite yeah. My black people, yeah. let's celebrate Come us. on. They can hate us, but they're never gonna break nope. us. My black people, come on, let's celebrate yeah. us. They can hate us, but they're never gonna break never. us. My black people, uh. let's celebrate uh. us. They can hate us, but they're never gonna break us. My black together. people, let's celebrate us. They can hate us, but yeah. they're never gonna break never. us. In other words, you can wallow in the misery. Or open a book and recall all our history Of how we always overcome any villainy We were given the ability to really be Kings and queens who reign for infinity But your goal is only leasing an infinity That's okay, tomorrow we'll achieve greatness But today enjoy yourselves and just be patient <laughs> Yeah, Knox, talk with me Let's go. It's the kind of music that'll help you weather the rain. Tell the landlord the rent's gonna be late again. Yeah. It's the kind of music that you bump on a Friday like singing, man. Just go ahead and sing. On a tank of gas. This is us. It's the kind of music that's that why music is, man. Who we are. Doesn't matter what color you are. Stopping us from getting too 
Yes, it's the kind of music that you stack on your plate of life. Each bite satisfies your soul's appetite. It's the kind of music that'll help one human being to another. Lift back your hands. It's the kind of music that you bump on a Friday night. On a quarter justice. It ain't just us. It's the kind of music that makes us who we are. Nah, they ain't stopping us from getting too far. It's the kind of music that you stack on your plate of life. Each bite satisfies your soul's appetite. That was Knox with Soul Food. Please welcome him to AVA Live Radio. Hey, Knox, how are you? Good, good. How you doing, Jack? I'm awesome. Thank you. You know, that's like my anthem song now. I love your song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Thank you. It is so cool. You've got like the best lyrics. Seriously. Every time I hear it, I'm always like, Wow, you know, I mean, from the tank of gas to, it's so relatable, you know, there's like so much in there that I just want to tear apart and just put it out there so people will appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, I love what you said to me in the pre-interview about your why and finding your why. I think that's a real good place to be and a great place to start, especially when things can get so confusing How did you, when you were first, I mean, it's one thing to release music, right? And and be passionate about it and say, I'm going to give this a try. But then it's another thing to discover why you're really doing it and have a a really something that makes sense, right? So that you can move forward. What's your why, first of all? Yeah, um, I mean, uh, great question. And for me, even getting to that point, it it took a while. I mean, everyone... I'm 35 years old, and I've, I've been doing this for a lot of years. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, when I started off, I wasn't thinking of a why. I was thinking of how do I sound cool? How do I get the acceptance? How do I fit in? Um, right. The longer you do something, the more mature you become with it if you're truly, you know, focused on it and doing it the right way. So as far mm-hmm. as my why, you know, and honestly, I think it changes now on a day-to-day basis because, after all, of course, I'm a human being. I'm a human being, so... Um, you have to be flexible and understand that how you feel about a certain thing may sort of change a little bit, but the overall image remains the same. And I would say right now, my biggest why is my family. Um, My family has contributed so much to where I am today. This includes, of course, my siblings, my mother, my father, my wife, my three sons, um, you know, especially my younger son, uh, Oliver, who inspired so much of everything that is in this album that is in that song so i would say yeah my why is is them is um be the cycle of inspiration you know waking up every single day and finding a way to do something that's honest to who i am and also shows the appreciation to them for every little bit of uh assistance or contribution they've provided for me along the way so I would say yeah the ultimate answer right now is 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 the why and of course like I said I may wake up tomorrow and have a slightly different answer but as long as it stays within that that scope I think I'm doing all right wow you killed that one all right we'll just set (laughs) interview over (laughs) (laughs) the um it's it's so important to find it because we're talking about the motivational spirit that energy you get at the morning of when the next day comes, right? Yeah. So absolutely. I'm I'm assuming because you have children, the first thing on your mind in the morning <laughs> is the kids because they're up early, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I would say the first thing on mind is the kids, but I think my wife beats me to that. I just have to put that out there. 
yeah. you know, she may, be, <laughs> she may be a lot quicker to get into that. But yeah, definitely, you know, um, when you have kids, you know, your priorities definitely have to be adjusted and they, they would have to be the waking up and the going to bed, the first and last type of uh, first and last thing every day. So, yeah, yeah. I would say you know, that's that inspiration, that's that, that fuel in the morning that gets you to doing what you need to do and making sure you're doing it correctly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. And what a motivating factor and, and a great yes. one to have absolutely. for sure. Yeah. The, do you think that the artist today has an easy or a very, very difficult time understanding? And, and maybe it's different. Well, it is different for everyone, but maybe it's different the, separating the music from the business side. But do you think that the business side is easy to understand or is it is it just entirely something that is not, it's just for entrepreneurs to understand and artists really just don't get it? Yeah. And that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, there is a steep learning curve for artists when it comes to any sort of industry, anything that you're involved in. If you're, if you find something you're great at, you find something you have a gift or a talent in and you have that passion, you have to have a decision you make at some point, of course, are you doing this just for yourself? To just, you know, day to day, this is what I'm going to do. This is what makes me happy. This is, you know, what my uh, uh, my little, uh, you know, escape from whatever craziness or stress may be in my life. Or mm-hmm. you choose to take it to another level where it becomes a professional um, aspect. It becomes something that, all right, I am good at this. I've worked my tail off. Now I need to find a way to make a living off of this because I'm sick and tired of waking up at 6 a.m. and going to go make <laughs> you know. Um, you yeah. definitely need to have that conversation with yourself. And once you have that conversation with yourself, you also need to look around to see who's around you, your circle, because they're going to play a pivotal role, of course, uh, depending on the mm-hmm. path you take once you make that decision. But I think, you know, there's a steep learning curve with that as an artist. I went through a lot of years of trying to figure that out. Um, but it is, it, it, it's sort of difficult nowadays to balance that out. But it's also, in a sense, it's easier because of the internet. As far as music goes, um, as far as, you know, it has changed the game a whole lot as far as starting your own business, educating yourself, yeah. you know, yeah. reaching out to certain demographics, certain markets. You know, it's made the world a lot smaller. But, of course, with any good thing, there is some ugliness to it depending on how you go about doing it. You know, you can mm-hmm. easily, you know, create something that could be inspirational or great. Or you can create something that could be destructive. But because the world is smaller, that could easily, of course, spread out. So, you know, there are a lot of things you have to balance out the yin and the yang of everything. But as an artist, yes, I think, you know, there is a learning curve for you to finally go from this is my passion to this is my independent business. This is my bread and butter. This is what I'm trying to make a life off of for my family, for those who I love, for those who, you know, I support. Um, so, yeah, you definitely have to find a way to get from this is my passion to this is my business and find a way to have that mold and make sense. But like I said, it is difficult, but at the same time, depending on how you go about it, depending on what you read or how you educate yourself, it could also be easier as well too. And it's, it's abstract. And I think that's, what's the big deal. Like if you had one product to sell, like a bottle of water, you know that that bottle of water has got to get into the hands of bottled water drinkers exactly. <laughs> and stores that will carry your bottled yeah. water. But music artists and, and any kind of artist, it becomes abstract because you're so attached to your product 
And you're also right. You just, you just want to be creative and stay in that creative way. And then when you're going out there to sell your song, now we're talking about streaming, right? So streaming is like there's streaming, which you're going to get a residual back on how many streams that you can get, you know, out there happening for you. But then there's the brand that produces the music and how you can leverage the brand and that's where it gets really abstract because a bottled water company can't really leverage their brand as much as no. they can just stand for something, right? Correct. But an artist, Correct. if people, you can become a major influencer as a, as a point of your music, especially like a song like this. If you get this into the right niche of people that can feel this, then all of a sudden it changes the entire game because over the course of the year, if you just delivered this one song into the lap of a million people, right. Then all of a sudden your whole return on investment has changed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more, you know, and going back to my philosophy, of course, is, you know, one song, one shot. So that definitely does capture that. It, It is, you know, it, of course, the, con- the continuity, staying focused, remaining, you know, vigilant with it. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. All it takes is you, you create the product and you have it. In a, you have it honest. You have it true to yourself, to your craft. And yes, all it takes is that one moment, that opportunity for it to get to a certain place, and boom, you know, <laughs> whatever was yeah. today changes. The next it's day. true. Now, the only reality, the only reality that hits us in the face is the fact that. Along the way, you're going to gather fans, and then you have to feed them like hungry animals. So (laughs) keeping it all steady, right? Like getting new ones in and then feeding the hungry animals and making sure they stick around is is where the the brands are made, and that's where the real work comes in. What do you have for new people that join your fan base as a result of this song? What can they expect from you? Is there – is there a lot of conversation going on? Are you, you know, attempting to tell this story in different ways? Is there a blog, a newsletter? Are there products? What is it that they can really hang on to that's physical from you and your brand? Yeah, um, very, very good question. Uh, for me, um, of, of course, I released the album uh, Talking Black. It's a soft release on digital retailers on the uh, 21st of April. Um, the whole album in itself, of course, is one of the most, I would say, intimate, uh, processes or artistic, you know, um, concepts for me. Um, this album basically provides me a whole lot of space to, as you would say, you know, provide additional dialogue, additional interactivity between myself, uh, those who have been with me for years now and those who are just getting on board. Um, I do have... Uh, these vi- visuals I'm going to be shooting, of course, music videos, and I'm also going to be shooting um, specials called uh, Talking Black, where I'm taking the lyrics, as you mentioned before, because I do take a lot of time for my lyrics and making sure that they aren't just me saying something, but they mean something as well, too. So I'm taking the lyrics and breaking them down into these episodes where I will give the behind the scenes, the process, the methodology that goes into this for me and for this album. And I'm hoping that that is basically going to spark a conversation because I think this is bigger than music. If you listen to the whole album, this is bigger than just me putting a bunch of songs together. I want to create a dialogue. I think as a society, when it comes to racial interactions, racial tensions, or uh, social injustices, I think we are well past due to have the conversation that we need to have 
to stop, you know, distractions, to, to, to really pay attention to each other. And that's what I'm hoping that this all leads to. If I can, at the end of the day, hear one white person, one black person, or one Asian person, or, or whatever, you know, two people from two sides sit down and have a conversation and say, well, you know what, when you said that in that song, it really inspired me and I saw something a little differently. That is the end game for me. So I will do whatever I can as far as the blogs, as far as the uh, visuals, the episodes I plan on shooting to just spark that dialogue. I love that. And I think it's really important. I have to tell you too, I went on YouTube, I was like a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and um, I went on a channel that I just typically don't use because I'm not allowed to use the AVA Live channel for that kind of stuff. But <laughs> so I just went on my own, and That's I just it. did a 20-minute episode on uh, what bothered me about racial profiling and the Starbucks incident. Uh-huh. And can I tell you, at one point, this video was getting 100 views an hour to the point where it was just organically moving. Yeah. And I still get comments on it even though that the news kind of bulletin and that, that whole thing is starting to pass, but I know it's coming yeah. back around because yeah. somebody will definitely do something that is wrong. And then everybody will be talking about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll yeah. blow up. So yeah. when, when I heard your song and I keep thinking of you and, and your angle on all of this, have you ever thought of maybe doing pieces on Instagram or maybe just go ahead and really get on YouTube and make this part of your narrative, your conversation? So like you release a lyric video and then you release official music video and then you get on there and attack some of these topics that are viral for racial profiling or viral for, you know, how to get along today and for how people should keep focusing on the most important things rather than what's not important or what, what things that are important. Yes. But shouldn't be one side against the other more yeah. unity. Is there any chance? Cause I think that you're so good at lyrics. How could you not get on there and start talking about this stuff? No, that is, that is a great idea. It is. And um, having those social media, those videos put together, it's been something I've been, you know, mulling around for a while for me. Um, it took me a while to get to, okay, all right, let me start putting these visuals out there, these episodes out there. Because one thing I'll be honest with, with anyone listening right now is I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm humble to a point where I feel awkward to just put a camera up and just give my views if there's not a song behind it. It took me a while to get to the point, all right, right. Yeah. these are the I same views. Yeah, these are the same concepts. I just have to be comfortable enough to do it in a conversation piece as opposed to having a beat behind me. It took me a while to mm-hmm. get there. And I, and I am there now. It's just a matter of, because I, I want to plan it correctly. The last thing I want to do is, because clearly, as you said, you put a video out there, and this topic is a hotbed topic, you know. Oh, you yeah. Talk, yeah, you put, yeah. You put a video out there regarding any racial tension, any issues, social injustices. You're going to have a lot of people um, coming through with their opinions, and they're interested in it. It's a hot-button topic. So, um it's one of those things where you also have to be careful the way you do it because there's so many individuals out there who just, oh, I feel like blogging. I feel like putting a video blog up and just throwing it out there. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, for me, is when I go to do it, which, like I said, is a great idea and I plan on doing it, I want to find my unique signature on it, um, not yeah. just an individual who just pops up a camera and starts talking, but it's definitely something that is on my to-do list. It's just for me, when I go to do it, like I said, it's just, it has to be all right. My fans could say, all right, that's Knox. It makes sense. It makes sense with the song. 
and I'm going to listen. I'm going to wait till next week or a week after next to see when our next episode is going to be. Well, I just tweeted it to you, and I want you to look at the comments. Now, you're going to okay. get rapid fire in this area, right? I mean, I took some uh-huh. really hard hits, but, I, you know, I'm used to it, so it's okay. <laughs> 191 comments since April, what was it, April 17th. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm suggesting this to you is because you have already started by talking about it in your music, so you've already got an opinion, and... I think that it's all about getting attention today. It's all about drawing in people who are passionate about these topics. Correct. Now, with everything, you've got to take the good with the bad. When, once you get on public anything, you're going to take a lot of craziness and a lot of knocks <laughs> and a lot of you know abuse, but you're also going to take a lot of good stuff. And the yeah. good stuff is massive if it goes viral. And yeah. that's what can make you overnight. It only takes one video to keep performing for you, right? So I, I, I just want you to look at it and get some ideas because I'm thinking that I know and, and I totally get what you're saying about not being good at talking, but you're great at singing and rapping. I think you can develop it over time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've typically sent artists to Instagram and Periscope in order to make all their mistakes <laughs> and just get uh-huh. on live streams and start to work through the trouble areas in, you know, being able to speak about topics and like, I can send you a list of how to get through it, you know, and definitely develop it. But I think that it would change your brand overnight. When I say that like a month of doing it, or depending on how often you can do it, a couple months of doing it, you're going to notice a whole new level of connective energy that will take off for you. And everybody will be on your songs like crazy. Because you I, just have everything else it takes. You're just missing that one piece. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to take your advice on that. You know, and, and I, I appreciate that. I really do. So I'm definitely going to – I guess that's the motivating factor. I was missing that little push. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely yeah. Yeah, I will, I will definitely take your advice on that. You could even start small. You know, like if you went into Instagram stories and you just use the right hashtags for the topic and you just yeah. – recorded a small video, like a minute or a couple minutes, and you did it that way at first. That way you could kind of perfect it and you can make sure it sounds right and then post it. Then let it fly. You know, like we'll bring our people to it and we'll start the conversation for you. (laughs) Tell me when it happens. And I promise I will bring 20, 30 people in there and they'll just start going to town on the comments and start like really rapid firing it and see what happens. Because I really think that it's a way you could grow and you can get that concept out in front of more people. Cause I love, I'm just crazy about the song. I really am. And I think you. that you've Thank really you. got something that could build your whole career over this next year. Thank you. I don't want Thank you to you. let that go. I definitely won't. I mean, like I said, that's, that's, that all those words you said, very motivated, very inspirational. So I'm definitely, I, I can assure you, I won't do that. I will not let it go. Yay. All right. Let's talk about the song a little bit now. How'd you uh, put it yeah. together? Who recorded it, or did you do it yourself? What's going on with this? Yeah, um, so the whole album, basically, I actually, this is my, what, third, fourth studio album. Um, mm-hmm. I've gone through an entire process of where uh, I, like to, I like to define myself as a songwriter who just happens to rap pretty well. Um, yeah. I, I came up, That's you know, cool. listening to the Kenny Rogers, listening to Lucky Dude, Bob Marley, Dolly Parton. I actually grew up in a decent amount of country music, even back in West Africa. Um, mm-hmm. So songwriting 
as far as writing a bridge, writing a chorus, the structure, melodies was always something that I was drawn to. Um, so my, my initial process was coming up in hip hop, I would go online, you know, I think the website was SoundClick, I can't remember what it was. There were so many producers who would throw their beats on there and I would use that to actually hone my craft, you know, get the beat, write to it because you have the limited structure. You can't really manipulate it because it is what it is. So you work at it. It forces you in a box and you learn how to maneuver around it. So I did that for several years. And then after that, I, um, linked up with a genius, genius producer by the name of 60, Christian Branch. Him and I became very, very close uh, family, to be honest with you. We've been working together for years now. Um, he provided me the, the platform to do things from scratch because I always had melodies in my head. So what we did was we took hip hop and, and put it on a whole new platform. So like I said, there are albums out there, there are songs out there prior to this album that you can check out some of our work. And he himself is an artist as well, too. He's a rapper. But moving to this album, I took it back to square one, where I was going on to re research beats, uh, find beats from different producers all around the world. Um, initially, this was only supposed to be a few songs, an EP, um, because I had a lot of things happening at the time with the Philando Castile, the, you know, the continuous social injustices, the, the news. It's almost every morning you woke up, there was something new that happened. Um, you know, mm -hmm. Mike Brown, uh, Trayvon Martin, yeah. there was so much going on. So a lot of that right. really was, you know, pushing me and I felt as I needed to contribute my, my voice to it. Cause one, of course I'm a black man, but now I have a son, you know, I have yeah. his brothers, you know, his older brothers who are white men from a prior marriage, my wife's prior marriage. So I have this household, this mixture that basically represents what America is. I felt like I would be doing a great injustice to my family if I didn't use my talent to do something to contribute my voice to this and, and spark the conversation in my own household. So all that pushed me to start writing and start listening to this different beats. This song here, Soul Food, was actually, funny enough, the album was done. And I felt as though, and I had a conversation with uh, my man, 16, I told him, I feel like there's something missing, you know. It wasn't... Wow. It wasn't final yet. I feel like, all right, I, I don't, yeah. I listened to it front to back. I just feel like something's missing. This was one of the two songs that I ended up putting on last minute, <laughs> you know. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> something. So a producer, a hip-hop producer out of Australia, I found his work and I listened to, you know, what he had out there. And funny enough, he only provided about a minute and a half worth of, of the instrumental. That basically, I wrote this entire song listening to that over and over again and wow. structuring it with just that time frame. So, you know, when you get that, you know, okay, this is special. <laughs> you can't let this go. So, yeah, the whole concept of the song was I felt as though, you know, with my culture and with, with a lot of, you know, African-American cultures, I mean, um, not just African-American, I think there are a lot of, you know, different cultures out there where the what food means to mm -hmm. those people, it means peace, it means unity. Let me share a bowl with you. Come over. Let's, let's have something to eat. I feel as though there is a moment when everyone sits at the table and they're eating, nothing mm -hmm. else matters. You know, it could be True, some of the yeah. craziest things that can happen after the dinner is done, the dishes are washed, you know, or before it. But when you sit down and eat, there's a moment where everybody is family. We're all human. We're doing the most basic of human things to be able to see tomorrow, and that's eating. Um, and I felt like this is that moment where if there was ever a time for us to be able to talk to one another, a black man 
to a white man, black woman, black woman, uh, a white woman. If there's ever a time for us to be able to sit down and talk to each other, it has to be at a dinner table. And mm-hmm. I felt the whole concept of soul food, of course, you know, with African-Americans, that this is something that, that that's powerful, that means so much to us, the nourishments of it all. And I said, you know, let me invite white people over to this soul food gathering, to this dinner. And that's what the song is. Come over. See how we are. See how happy we are. See how no matter what happened to Philando Castillo, to Trayvon Martin, to Sandra Bland, to Amadou Diallo, to, to mm-hmm. all these people, we are still going through this. We are still smiling. We're still happy because that's who we are. And through this yeah. happiness, we hope before you leave this dinner that you have a better understanding of who we are and we are that much closer to becoming the family we're supposed to be as opposed to looking at each other differently. And that's what the whole song is about. By seeing us celebrate who so we important. are, we hope you find the inspiration and the, you know, that magnetic energy to be more curious and be more interested in who we are and ask more questions. And those, through those questions, we get to know each other a little better. You know, it's funny, as you're talking, I was just realizing that um, I, I've been very lucky in my life to not have the perspective of one side versus the other because of the yeah. skin color. And yeah. I think that how I got here, I have no idea because if, if a lot of people didn't didn't get to where I am, then, then you know, what else are we fighting for? Because Correct. if you if if all of us start fighting because of you know, not just our beliefs but just because of the way we look, oh my God, it's just never gonna end. <laughs> you never. know what I mean? Never. It never. is, it's never fight. gonna end. And I'm feeling really lucky right now. Because hearing your conversation, I realized that I don't look at people based on their skin color. I mean, I'm, in my background, my history, I'm at least five different ethnicities. <laughs> so, you know, as, as, as white as I look, I'm really not. So, <laughs> you know, to me, I've, I've grown up in a multicultural background and history. And I'm so proud of it all, you know. So I come from a little bit different perspective. And then I think being an artist, you tend to. But, of course, I can't speak for everyone. And it does base on your experiences, which usually Absolutely. roots back to where you grew up, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with that. You know, we, and that's a funny thing. You know, I, um, there are people that I grew up with because, you know, when I came over here to America, I mm-hmm. was raised in a uh, inner city neighborhood, you know, amongst mm-hmm. the usual uh, uh, craziness that happens there. But I went to school to a private Catholic school, so I was this. I was experiencing, you know, that duality, the the have nots and the haves, and the balance of everything. Yeah. So there are people that I went to school with almost all my life, and I, you know, you develop this friendship with them, you're close to them, you're invited to birthday parties, and do all these these things that establish this connection, but as time goes on, as you get a little older, certain events would occur on a political basis, whatever it may be, and they start mm-hmm. conversation shift a little bit. Individuals that you thought you were really close to have a certain mm-hmm. viewpoint that, wow, hold on a second, you know, do you really like me? You know, it, it, it's oh, just wow, the weirdest yeah. thing where if we are able to just have that conversation and really just be honest about it, I think we get past all of that. You know, like you said, you're from a background where you are fortunate to have you know, the involvement in so many different, you know, uh, as far as multicultural background. Um, So that helps you with your perspective. But there are individuals out there who aren't, you know, with that history. So they're limited within scope as far as what they know. 
but all it takes is a conversation, you know? That's all it takes. I think that conversation is what we're missing to be able to truly grasp what we need to take that step forward. Yeah, I hear you. And you're so right. So, so right. I I really hope that your your music is that conversation. I really do. I think that it's got such a chance of it. And you have, like you said, your family being, being mixed and having to deal with the struggle. And I'm not sure where are you living right now? I'm in, um, I would say Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, so is that, I mean, like on the ground, are you already dealing with pushback and is there, is there a conversation happening in your family that you're preparing your children for? Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Before I did this album, the last album I did was called uh, Before the Sins, After the Lies, which was actually inspired by my two older sons. Um, mm-hmm. And it was an interesting, you know, process because when I made that album, it was very positive. It was very upbeat. It was very, you know, loving. And uh, a lot of it was just, you know, it's funny enough, it's the only album where I really, I think it's all clean. There's a single curse word in it. Um, so making this album was a little different because psychologically it helped me figure out a lot of things as a black man. Cause there's certain songs where I was getting too angry and I had to do this whole therapeutic process to bring it back to the message. Sure. So, you know, yeah. there's that you know, factor there, but yeah, within my family, with, with my sons, I, you know, my wife knows this, we have this conversation. Um, we're real about it. I tell them what the world is and I always tell my sons, when they look at their baby brother, they're, they're going to grow up to be white men. Their baby brother is going to grow up to be a black man, no matter if he's mixed, no matter what he looks like on a very sunny day, you know, whether he mm-hmm. has enough suntan lotion on, he comes back in, he is going to be a black man. So the honesty is they're going to have two different Americas that they grow up in. But as long as they respect and love each other, that is mm-hmm. going to be something that affects the America they grow up in. So the conversations we have are real. I mean, they're young right now, and of course it's a little censored to some degree, but it's honest yeah. to the point where I don't want them to learn anything outside of our house that I didn't prepare them well enough to learn. What, how do you feel about diffusing, teaching your children to diffuse situations with humor or with any, any kind of thing that can you know, diffuse situations to protect them? Yeah, um, great question. And with that, I think it's sort of the way I raise my sons is honest to who they are. So hypothetically, of course, if the middle child, uh, Bryson, who is a jokester, you know, he's the <laughs> class clown, um, yeah. he does, he laughs at everything and anything. So my my method is if it comes to a moment to to basically diffuse a situation or to de-escalate a situation, as long as it's being done in an honest way and not in a way where it's almost being swept under the rug or you're avoiding the reality or the honesty of it, that's fine with me. Um, It's always, all right, you're going to interact with people. You're going to run into situations where things may get a little crazy or may get a little hot, but, you know, don't run away from it. Just find a way to rise above it, to be mature about it. And you have to learn something from it. If you didn't learn anything from it, then it wasn't worthwhile. So diffusing mm-hmm. things, de-escalating things, yes, very important, but it has to be done in an honest way where you're not cheating yourself out of a potential greater lesson. Nice. You know what? I love this conversation. I could go on with this for hours. Good one. It really is. What are you going to be doing moving forward? Like, what are we going to see from you next? Um, 
like I said, the album is out. Um, you know, you can definitely you know purchase it in so many different uh, your, whatever your favorite digital distributor is. You know, iTunes, Google Play. Um, right, it's yeah. out there. Um, next for me is finding a new way to continue pushing this album. As I said, you know, it's whatever can further this conversation. You know, like you said about the uh, the video blogs and so on and so forth, which are definitely going to be tapping into. You know, music videos, because there are a number of music videos that are, you know, on my to-do list. I'll be working with my older brother, who is a videographer. Um, it's just finding ways to continuously on a month-to-month, day-to-day basis, put the album out there, find unique ways to do it. Um, right now, I do a lot of Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook ads, uh, marketing promotions. Um, the next thing for me is slowly getting into the live shows. I haven't performed live in a while, um, so local... Uh, open mics, which leads to hopefully, you know, in and out of state performances and bigger uh, stages would be the mm-hmm. end game, of course. But it's just slowly building that, you know, meticulously and carefully making sure that every move I make is honest to the whole project and the whole artwork, not just jumping on an opportunity just because, hey, it may get me 100 listeners, 200 listeners, but it has to be honest to it. I like that. I'm glad that you're you're taking your marketing and very, very seriously. Do you, so you said you used Facebook marketing promotions. Do you like the marketing promotions today? I mean, they were really good, right? Last year. (laughs) And now they're so much different and everything has just changed on Facebook. Do you still find it to be effective? It's tricky. You know, um, you sort of have to go into a whole learning, you know, institution just to get the algorithms to understand what's going on there. Right. Um, Yeah. I think it's, and then it's Instagram all the money. Yeah, absolutely. Instagram is a lot friendlier or cost-effective than Facebook. I sort of feel as though at the end of the day, is I spend a lot of time looking at numbers, the analytics of my you know, marketing. If I, if I create a campaign and I push it out there, I, I look at the demographics. All right, I tried this, I tried that, I tried this, and this was the return. So you have to be patient with it. Um, the fortunate thing about it is you're only spending a couple of dollars here or there. You know, clearly it's not a bigger scale to get a bigger test sample, but it's enough to just be consistent enough with it to see the return. But, yeah, it's definitely – it's tough because, like I said, you have to understand the algorithms, which clearly just make it much more complicated. Some days it seems like you're just throwing money down, you know, an empty pit. Right, (laughs) yeah. comes from it. Um, But (laughs) it is – yeah, it is definitely one of those things where I've had a better return on Instagram than I have with Facebook. I think Instagram – basically pulls more artists, pulls more people who are looking to connect to network. And, you know, Facebook, to me, I may be wrong about this, but my personal experience, it's much more, I need attention, I want attention, give it to me now type of thing. And I think Instagram is mm-hmm. a little different. That's just my Interesting. experience. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I like to see that. It's Everybody has a different experience. It's amazing. Nobody has yeah. the same experience. I've heard so many different plays on this, you know, like some people are convinced that Facebook is the only place for them to market. And they, every time Mm -hmm. they go over to Instagram, it's just not working for them. But, you know, you, you know, from doing this, there's so much in the mix, right? There's like everything from the ad to the images to just every little piece and how much money and how, when it goes off and all those things. So it can be really tricky. And for those of you listening, you know, get ready to spend some money because <laughs> it starts with a dollar. And then before you know it, you're really in before it starts to really pay off other than just likes or, you know, something that's a little more shallow. 
Correct. Correct. Do you I find do. that what do you typically put in your promotions? Do you put a product for sale or do you just try and get the music like a video in front of people? The music. What I've been doing lately is um I take personal photos. Um for instance, uh one of the songs on the album is called Happy Birthday, which is actually my son is on there with me. Um oh, I cute. Took, yeah. <laughs> I took that. Thank you. I took a, a photo of my son and I, a professional, uh, professionally shot family photo. I basically it's just the back of my head, shoulders, and him looking over my shoulder into the camera. I took that photo. I, I watched that somewhere, right? Was that on your Instagram page? Yes, it was on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I yeah, thought so I knew I watched. Work. <laughs> yeah. But, um, cool. Yeah. So I put it out there. I attached the song to it, and I just put a little blurb in it. And basically, I think it, it's very. It's an effective way of doing it before you get the video out there. A, a mm-hmm. photo, it, it takes people back, you know, before the constant oversaturation of all the videos out there. A photo is something mm-hmm. you look at long enough, and it'll hit you. If it's, if it's a good enough photo, it'll it'll impact you the way, you know, you never even anticipated. So I do that on Instagram nowadays where it's very quick, it's very cost-effective, but the return has been phenomenal, to be honest with you. Um, I put a campaign out there with a photo the song attached and i think the last one i did somewhere around five thousand plus views within a couple days um and a lot of responses a lot of interactions and a lot of individuals who are you know sending me direct messages on instagram to work with me um having questions about what i do so on and so forth so it's definitely it's a very cost-effective way and then in, in the the in-between between, of course, shooting a video and making that next bigger step. That's basically what I've been doing on a daily basis. Well, that's exciting. I'm really excited to hear that, you know, and that it's working out for you and that you've yeah. just taken it all so seriously. I can tell that you've really studied up, and I think that's what an indie artist has to do today. So Definitely. I'm excited Definitely. to get this song out there and really, you know, well, dig in you. a little bit. You. You're going to be um, posting, so on your Instagram page, what is it that you've got coming up that people might want to pay attention to? Is there anything special like a, an incentive or any kind of special videos? I, I know we were just talking about the topics, which would definitely <laughs> encourage people to go there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I have a few ideas. One of the things I will be doing is um, I have a song called Black Girl Magic, which is off of the album. Instead of shooting mm-hmm. a video, what I want to do is actually have fans send videos of themselves, of their individual achievements, talking about what they go through. Um, just that interactivity to actually say, all right, this is my story of the black girl magic. And that's going to be the video aspect of it. You know, just having people, regular people, just this is who I am. This is the job I have. This is what I go through. I, I do night school. I do this. I have three jobs. That's one of the things that I want to be doing on the Instagram, basically just having people be involved in that process. Um, as I said, I'm also going to be doing these visuals where the episodic, um, you know, behind the scenes, behind the writing process and everything, have that out there. And I do have, you know, a few ideas I'm tossing around as far as getting people more involved in purchasing, you know, getting more involved in maybe you know, the streaming and so on and so forth. Um, don't have anything definitively written out yet, but within, I'll say within the next few days, you know, visiting my Instagram, I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you up to date. That's the, the next thing that needs to be done. Of course, includes my website as well, uh, getting uh, traffic out there for people to get further and deeper into who I am and my background. 
Excellent. Well, I'm so looking forward to it. And thank you for being on the show with me, Knox. It's a great pleasure to talk to you. I appreciate it. Thanks for bringing this song to us, too. I'm so excited (laughs) that we learned about it. Thank you. Thank you. That's Knox on AVA Live Radio with his song, Soul Food. Such a good song. Go and check him out on SoundCloud. There's links for his Instagram Everything you need is right on abaliveradio.com, so you won't miss them. But I know that the Instagram is HBGNOX, and that's K-N-O-X-X, if you want to go and see this whole Instagram thing that we're going to be watching him do. I really hope to see him do the topics. I think that that has been huge. You know, I mean, storytelling is the number one thing. Podcasting is enormous today. But also, once you draw people into your social media pages, if you're going to do social media, I'm finding that just getting up there, nothing fancy. I mean, you really don't need to get fancy. You just have to get up there and talk and relate to your audience. I've got some other artists right now on Instagram um, testing out some different things like inspirational posts and what they'll do is they'll basically just do a minute of inspiration and just talk to their audience and those posts are just going wild and they've seen so much more traction as a result of it of course our instagram pods are there to support all these artists so if you are a member of ava live radio we have tons of our members just supporting each other and you know we've been trying to really be there on instagram this year it's been something new and something that we've seen great just achievement through it. So I love being part of that program. I love being just on the ground with these artists. I think it's been so much fun to be part of their story moving forward and continue on with their journey. Guys, don't forget, if you want to turn in music to AVA Live Radio, it's pretty simple to do it. Just go to avaliveradio.info forward slash airplay. And our music panel will review what you have, your story. We'll take a look at your social pages. And if, you, if we feel that you're something that should be highlighted on the show and you're there at that moment in time at a really good place with your music and story, we certainly will invite you to come on because we want to tell that amazing story that you have. We just hope that you're ready to tell it and that you're in a great production and just have everything going in the mix that is ideal for this situation so that you can do the best that you can because our job is to use what you have created and make that push forward so you got to give us the good tools guys this is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio thank you so much for being here with me today I'll be back again tomorrow talking more about behind the music on AVA Live Radio have a great one Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Thump, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Oh, 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 o